Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a speaker, a coach, and a published author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will share tips, tools, and strategies used by our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in their lives. I am on a mission to educate, empower, and inspire you to see that when you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today is the Monday Mindset episode, where we jump into the tips, the tools, the strategies to help you to create that shift in your life when you're having that moment. So today we're going to talk about something very near and dear to me, and is about what does ownership mean? Now, ownership is a word that obviously is a big part of this title of this podcast, Own Your Choices, Own Your Life, because I believe ownership is really where it all starts. And it means that we are taking ownership for ourselves in our lives. So let me back up a little bit first. What I want to talk about is, is that we all have stories, right? We all have stories. We all have stories that we believe, that we buy into, that we are, we think are our own, whether we borrow them from something we've heard our entire life, right? If you think about things like that, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, or you hear that things like that as we've grown up. So we buy into stories. We buy into that doesn't happen to me, or I don't have that kind of luck, or I have a lot of bad luck, or whatever it is, the story that is on a constant repeat in your head is what you are buying into. I don't have a tribe of people. That only happens to them. That happens for them, not for me. I don't have those supportive people around us. If we are creating stories constantly in our lives and those stories are holding us back, stopping us from saying yes to opportunities and preventing us from moving forward because we believe them. We, they are our identity and we believe them as our identity. So the only person who can change that is us. So if you think of our stories as something that is like a handcuff that holds us back in our lives, we have to remember that not beating ourselves up, right? The first step for change is awareness, but who put the handcuffs on in the first place and who put them on? And I think when we realize that we are the ones that are putting them on, then we are also the ones who have to take them off. We are the ones that have to create that change and that shift of thought. And that all starts from owning our stories. We cannot change our story until we own our story. So we have to recognize the pattern that we keep repeating, the story that we keep telling, the message that we keep giving ourselves. We have to recognize it if we're going to change it. And when we recognize it, we recognize it and go, this is not serving me, so how can I change that? And when we do that, that's the first step to ownership of our stories. And when we own them, we can change them. So whatever you don't own, owns you. And I really, let me see if I can explain this in a sense, that our stories have a handle on us, right? Then let me give you an example of a shame story. So if you're dealing with a shame story in your life, that story is something that we've identified shame with it and it keeps us small and hidden from others in the world. If our story stops us from saying yes to opportunities, to you know, reaching out and connecting with that new person because we're so afraid of being judged. If, if it, our story is dictating what we 
do or do not do, then that story owns us. So either we own the story or the story owns us. It's really, there's only really two opportunities and two ways to look at it. And if you don't own it, it owns you. And when it owns you, it controls you and it stops you and starts you from all of the different things that you're doing in your life. So I think it's personally, I think it's incredibly powerful to be able to say, yes, that was my story. That is not my new story. And as a mentor said to me last week, and it really hit home for me, I'd had one of those moments where something had gone wrong and I went, yep, see, this feeds right back into that old story. It's just almost like it's proof that I've gathered proof that, see, this doesn't happen for me because this is that story. And she gave me the quote and the words of saying, in those moments, what if you stop and ask yourself, what belief is this fueling? What belief is this feeding? Is it feeding an old belief that I don't want to have anymore? Or is it feeding a new belief? And it was easy for me to go, it's definitely an old belief that it's, that it's feeding. So if I recognize that, it was like, how can I reframe that? How can I say it differently? And that just shifted my thinking right in the spot. So whatever you don't own, it owns you. It ultimately owns you. If your story gives you shame or guilt, then you owe it to yourself and to the others in your life to learn how to stand on it and not in it. Now, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've heard me talk about standing on or standing in your story. Standing in your story is when you are reliving it, rehashing it, going over it again, replaying it, trying to figure out what you could have done differently, almost like fueling it, like you're the gas that keeps it going and you keep it alive. You're keeping that story alive, but it might've happened like last month, last year, five, 10 years ago, or 20 years ago for that matter. And if you are refueling it to keep it alive, you are not using that energy to fuel yourself to move forward and learn how to stand on it. And when you stand on that story, you are then being able to look at the lessons that you learned, the messages, the gifts that you have, what came from that story. And you can use that story to fuel you to step into that purpose. So we stand on it or we stand in it. It's our choice. And I lived in mine for so long, I can't even tell you. Learning how to stand on it was where freedom was. And when I found freedom, it just it wanted to ripple into other aspects of my life because I wanted more of it. So it's really, really powerful that ownership really comes and it creates that path that learning how to stand on your story. If, next point, if you are stuck and you find yourself taking responsibility for others in your life or for things that you couldn't control in your story, that's where the ownership line has to, you've got to sever it. You've got to clear up the mud. You cannot own someone else's choices. You cannot take responsibility for what someone else chooses to do with their story. And whether you're trying to fix it, control it, manage it, it doesn't matter. You can't take ownership of that. So if you are trying to take ownership for someone else and their role in the story, then when you, when you do that, right, two people can't own a problem at the same time and by you taking ownership for their choices they don't have to take ownership for their choices and 
let's face it, if they are going to create a change in their life, it has to come from them. So the ownership has to come from them. So you don't want to step in and stop that process because there is no behavior. There's no human on this planet who is going to change their behavior if there's no consequence. If you're taking full ownership for someone else, then there is no consequence for their behavior. There will be no change. So it's a perpetuating cycle of chaos. If you are continually feeding this, trying to fix this, manage it, micromanage it when you don't have any control in the first place. So that's the one part of it. The second part of it is, is when you are doing that, you are not owning your own choices. You are not taking full responsibility for yourself because you're using your number one commodity, which is your energy for creating change. You are using that to try to fix, manage, or control someone else. So I don't care who you are. You don't have an overabundance of energy that's a massive supply, and especially if you're using it on everyone else. If you want to create the change in your life, you have to put that energy, those resources back on yourself in order to create that change. And maybe, just maybe by doing that, that will help to create change in someone else's life because they can see what you're doing. But that's just like by chance. You can't make that happen. You have to be the best version of you and you are the only one that can create that. There's no one else that can create that. No one. So you know no one can create it for you. So how can you possibly create it for somebody else, right? Doesn't that make sense? I know it sounds silly, but it's a big ripple when we can learn how to put that energy back on ourselves and make ourselves a priority. And that is taking ownership. So when I am in a spot and things are not going well, or I'm feeling super run down, or I'm feeling like I can't keep up, one of the first questions I always ask myself is, am I, Marsha, are you taking ownership for your own choices? Are you filling your own cup to overflow? Are you making yourself a priority? I promise you hands down, when I'm feeling the most overwhelmed, when I am feeling like I'm not getting anywhere, I'm feeling stuck, is because I have not made my own self-care a priority. I have let everything else dictate and I've tried to fit in my own self-care, which never happens by the way. It is something that you have to prioritize. And that is taking ownership for my own choices. That ownership, whether it's health, finances, job, relationships, tribe, people, events, things that I'm going to, saying yes to, saying no to, all of those things and taking ownership feed back into me, which impact how I show up in this world. So that's why that ownership piece is so, so important. Next, I want you to think about, um, we talk about ownership, is learning how to unpack or unwrap your story. I talk to my coaching clients about this all the time. We honestly, we break it down. I'm working with the authors as we are submitting our chapters for the collaborative book. And it is a case that sometimes we have to unpack a story to understand it, understand our role in it, not to live in it and rehash it, but unpack it. But to unpack it, to look at the lessons. What went wrong? What did I do? What could I have done differently? Not to live in that space, but to just see it with a different set of eyes. Because when we start to do that, we can have a better cue, a better idea of what is it that I did? What was my role in that journey? What could I have done differently? Now that I can see it with a different set of eyes, how can I use that and do something more with it? Just along those lines, unpack that story, take a look at it, and see what your role is in it. 
And I'll give you an example. A lot of people have said to me, you know, what is the one thing you could do differently if you could go back with your family that would make a difference? And it took me a long time to understand that I could literally go back and change everything and still get to this space right here because it's based on decisions that were outside of my control. And that's the, the power of ownership is knowing that, yes, could I have done some things differently? Hands down, yes. But there was no manual. I did the best that I could with the situation that we had, but we still might be in the same spot because it's situations out of my control, out of my choice. And that's the power of unpacking because then we can really start to look at what was my role in this journey? What could I have done differently? How, what can I learn from it? How can I pay that forward? How can it make a difference in my next set of decisions that I have to make? we can then unpack those lessons and learn more to be able to apply them. And last thing when we talk about ownership, you know what? Ownership is the one way that you can really dive into the messages that you are here to learn, that you are here to share. And I firmly, firmly believe that our purpose is tied to our pain. So we spend so much time with our pain, trying to avoid it, make it pretty, go around it, go under it, toe dip in it, but not actually dive in, crawl through it, right? We don't want to do that. Nobody wants to do the hard work, but that's what it takes. We have to really take a look at those lessons, our gifts, and unpack it and, and own our part, our part in that story. And I believe that when we do that, we actually start to see glimpse of what it is that we are here to do. It is our purpose that we are here to make a difference in the lives of somebody else. So there is someone else out there who is fighting through a very similar situation as you are, and they are praying for a solution that you have, and you're holding on to it because you're afraid of what everyone else is going to say. So I believe, I mean, I would love to see everybody stand up and share their stories. I know not everyone's going to do that, and that's completely fine. But if your story is holding you back from living your own life, yes, you owe it to yourself to own your choices so you can own your life. If you feel called to share your story, to be a speaker, to be a writer, an author, a podcaster, um, a coach, then that calling is on your heart because it is something you are meant to do. That means you have to dive into those lessons. You've got to step into what those things are so you can make a difference in the lives of someone else because you know what it's like to be in those spaces. Just praying you can find a solution and you have one for someone else. You just have one. So you have to step into that role and you obviously, you really truly can. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening to this podcast because you know that you want to do something more with your story. And I promise you, it starts with ownership. It starts with ownership. And every day, I want you to stand in a space of energy of what can I own today? What is mine to own today? What can I take responsibility for? Because that is where all change occurs. It starts with ownership, all of it. And the sooner, the sooner you step into the energy of owning what is yours to own, the sooner you will realize that you actually do have power in your life, that you do have choices in your life, you do have control in your own life of how you react, how you respond, what you choose to do. You have choices and you have control. And the change that you are looking for is going to come from you first. 
It'll come from you stepping into that space and taking ownership of your choices. And you will realize that you've truthfully had the power all along. You just didn't realize it. You thought you'd give you, maybe you'd given it away. Maybe you didn't recognize it, but I promise you, you've had the power and you've had the power because you've decided to take ownership and taking ownership in your life is that path to creating change. And you absolutely can do this. You 1000% can absolutely do this. Don't try and do it alone. If you find yourself going, yeah, that sounds great, but where do I start? That is what I do. That is what I help women with. And as we are stepping into September, I am taking on two new one-on-one -on -one clients and I am adding other women into the opening up, I think it's six spots, into the mastermind where I help coach support you to build your business, leverage your story from your lessons, build your business, and you know what? Really step into who you are meant to be. This is why you lived the stories that you've lived, because you know you're meant to do something with them. And if that's you and it speaks to you, let's connect. And even if it's not you and you this, there's value in this and this message lands for you, please feel free to share it, tag me, and let me know that this message resonates because I really want to help you create change in your life by owning your choices, which ultimately will lead you to owning your life. And you deserve that. 1000% you deserve that. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Until next time, remember, when you own your choices, you truly own your life.